I want to tell you about being connected to a couple in South Africa. They are also walking through their own journey over the last decade or so, and they're committed to trying to bring resources to South Africa because they've, they've told me there is so little available there. Um, but we've created a, a really wonderful friendship and mentorship, and realizing how few resources they have personally um, we've been able to start to give them money and books, send books, and um, provide for them a course or two, you know, in training so that they can slowly start gaining <laughs> the resources they need to feel competent to do some of this counseling and, and offering groups in their mm -hmm. country. And I'm really excited about that. But again, the far-reaching effects already of the foundation. Right. And I just know Mark would be so pleased, I you know. know. the Faithful and True podcast. Today we're happy to have with us the director of Faithful and True, Debbie Laser. Deb, great to see you again. Thank you. I love being here. We love having you. And of course, as always, we're here with our host, Dr. Greg Miller. It's Greg, always good to be back. It's great to have you. I'm Randy Everett, your co-host, and uh, we're just happy to be together today to uh, tell you more about a very important initiative for us, and that is the Laser Legacy Foundation. Absolutely. And we wanted to take this time and be intentional to share this information about the foundation with our listeners because we see the value of it. And it really comes from the story and the history here at Faithful and True um, and just a passion that Mark and Deb have for really making a difference in people's lives. And so there was just this vision of starting a foundation that people could contribute to that would allow us to expand our reach, our opportunities, and the support that we can provide to other people. Mm -hmm. So, Deb, why don't you just start with kind of the conversations and how it began and what the vision was? Yeah, I sure will. Um, actually, the idea came after Mark passed away. And um, because we're an S corporation, faithful and true, people that know business world know that that's a, that's a for-profit operation. And therefore, when people have asked us over the years if they could donate um, money to us to use to help other people, we've always been gr glad to receive mm -hmm. money, but we could never make it a tax-deductible uh, contribution for them. So the idea came to me um, that one of our dreams was to try to reach people that couldn't come here for whatever financial reasons, and we would love to keep helping them and offering them, you know, in a perfect world to come here for nothing, and we have a, a whole organization to run, and that's mm -hmm. not always possible. So with the idea of creating a nonprofit called the Laser Legacy Foundation, it felt like it served two purposes. One is um, just honoring Mark and his life and all the years that he poured into sharing his story, really, to be authentic and out there, so to speak, for everyone, and developing the kinds of Christian um, things that he did here to allow people to heal, allow men to heal who are struggling with addiction, um, and also to be able to provide that, that tax-deductible opportunity for people as they think about how, who they might want to donate to at the end of the year. Right. You know, one, one thing I do want to highlight is prior to the foundation, there were numerous people that because mm -hmm. of just a powerful um, and transformative experience they had yeah. at Faithful and True, 
they were willing to give even if it wasn't tax deductible. Mm -hmm. right. And one of the things that um, I love about being a part of the Faithful and True organization, and Deb, this is a lot about you, is financially there is so much integrity. And so if somebody gives something and wants it to be used for a scholarship, you can have confidence that it was going to be used mm -hmm. for a scholarship. Mm -hmm. um, if somebody um, wanted to uh, offer support to somebody else, we made sure that that was possible. And that really is about your desire for, you know, faithful and true to have financial integrity. And a part of that also is there is a desire to also, to the best of our ability, be cost effective. And we regularly talk about the cost of coming to a workshop. And we can acknowledge that for a lot of people, it is a significant amount of money. And what we also know is if you look at other resources out there, it really is either in line or even below what some other experiences would be. And I understand from the very beginning that Mark's vision of the three-day workshop was to provide an intense experience for those people who maybe couldn't afford an in-treatment or a, a full residential program. Mm -hmm. So that's always been a part of the vision here. Um, and so part of this is just a natural progression where we want to be continuing to provide financial support for those that need it and to do it in a way that is helpful for those who want to give. Mm -hmm. Does that seem... Yes, I think you're right on the mark there with all of all of that, Greg. And I, I think what is true is Mark had the opportunity of going to inpatient treatment back in 1987. And I say today it was an opportunity. I know at the time we were all kind of scared <laughs> to death, you know. It was almost like going to prison or something. Right, yeah. But uh, it was a huge opportunity. We call it the Cadillac of recovery today because to take the time and be able to go someplace for a month at the time it was 30 days to really deal with these issues and not have to worry about life and work and all those things was just a blessing. However, shortly after Mark went, you know, the industry kind of dried up in terms of insurance anyway, helping people to go to inpatient treatment for any number of their reasons. And so that became less of a, a viable solution for most people. Mm -hmm. When you think about taking away the uh, insurance help for those that might have gone, I mean, we're talking now about thirty to 60000 probably, mm -hmm. dollars, and some of the programs are longer than 30 days, and that's just not in the wheelhouse for most people. Mm -hmm. Um, Mark's ability to take what he learned there, however, and put it into a shorter-term intensive is what he did over the years and practiced that a lot in many different situations um, and including in, in our location here in Eden Prairie eventually. Uh, but what we found is most people could do really well if they came to an intensive on the front end to get a good start for their program, return to perhaps uh, their own counseling situation where they could be in regular counseling, ideally join groups somewhere, whether that was 12-step or therapy-led groups. Um, and over the years, we've been finding that there are other modalities that we we see very helpful in terms of someone's recovery. And, and by the way, I'm talking not only about men who are struggling with their addiction issues, but also their spouses mm -hmm. and for them as a couple. And so... Okay, so at this point, yeah. I want to add, because it's your vision too, mm -hmm. that yes, this came about after Mark's death, 
But all of Faithful and True is about you and Mark and y'all's journey together and your vision and his vision and y'all's vision, as we say in the South. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yes. you very much have been a part of casting the vision of not just the help and support for the men who struggle with addiction, but you bring this powerful voice of support for the women who are in relationship with men who struggle. <laughs> and so that's part of the faithful and true vision. And so as we're talking about this, it is that holistic approach to men who struggle with addiction, the women that are married to them and in relationship with them, and then also to work with couples. <laughs> and so the resources, you know, when someone gives... Um, whether it's to the foundation or prior to the foundation, just to Faithful and True, to provide support. It was anything that we could do to support the man, the wife, the couple, and that continues to be the vision of the foundation. Yes, thank you for clarifying all that. I know I'm a, a little wandering today, perhaps, in my comments. but Actually, no. what's you true, know. Deb, is you, you are very <laughs> humble, yes. and you are reluctant to speak the truth about your contribution <laughs> to Faithful and True. That's why you need me and Randy. Yeah. I see. All right, all right, all right. I have no struggle with humility. <laughs> I, I, I have very little. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's another important point that the donations that people are making to the Laser Legacy Foundation, that doesn't just go towards men coming to our workshop mm -hmm. or their spouses coming to our workshop or a couple coming to our couple's workshop. Uh, there are other treatments that are very that we believe in that are very effective, like uh, the Amen Clinic mm -hmm. for brain scans. Yes. Uh, you know, we know professionals and individuals in our field where equine therapy uh, mm -hmm. is an option, and uh, we have resources there that we're able to uh, reach out and offer and support. You know, so these donations go to uh, a wide variety mm -hmm. of very effective uh, Christian supportive uh, therapies that mm -hmm. we like to be able to yeah. support. Right. Yeah, I, I was trying to get to that point, and, and I hadn't gotten there yet, but you're, you're so right, Randy, is that we, we have continued to look at the healing process as being multifactorial, mm -hmm. and, and especially with um, brain imaging and some of the other mental health issues people are struggling with alongside addiction. Um, but just today, this morning, I talked with a woman who had a lot of trauma, um, especially difficult to remember a lot of the memories that had come up for her um, from the betrayal and the lying she went through. And, and I suggested to her EMDR. Now, I know that, um, you know, it's difficult to think about a budget that will include extra things alongside maybe the group and the individual counseling they're doing. So that may be a way where we will partially scholarship um, someone like that to find another therapist to do that mm -hmm. modality for her. So um, I love reaching out. We've helped someone who uh, has gone to inpatient treatment, certainly not coming up, unfortunately, with that 30000 40000 no. um, because we're not that big of a foundation yet. Um, but we were able to contribute something and to let them know we cared. Mm -hmm. And we care by offering some of that financial assistance when we can do that. Um, well, and... and beyond the care that we value this, mm -hmm. you know, that um, a lot of the resources um, that we provide through the foundation direct support are resources that we have taken advantage of, that we have been a part mm -hmm. of, that we have experienced the benefit. And um, so it's, it's just a confirmation of literally we're willing to put the money 
you know, put our money where our mouth is to say, not only do we believe in this for you, mm-hmm. but we see the value of it so much that we want to offer you, it you know, cannot be the full amount, but a contribution that may make this more manageable for you. Yeah. I want to tell you about a most recent experience I've had in the last few months of being connected to a couple in South Africa. Um, They're also walking through their own journey over the last decade or so, and they're committed to trying to bring resources to South Africa because they've they've told me there is so little available there. Um, We've certainly heard that from other countries as well. Um, But we've created a a really wonderful friendship and mentorship, and I'm meeting with them on a regular basis. And realizing how few resources they have personally, um, we've been able to start to give them money and books, send books, and um, provide for them a course or two, you know, in training so that they can slowly (laughs) start gaining the resources they need to feel competent to do some of this counseling and and offering groups in their Mm -hmm. country. And I'm really excited about that. But again, the far-reaching effects already of the foundation. And I just know Mark would be so pleased, you know. Well, Um, for anyone who knew Mark, you mm -hmm. knew that Mark had this global vision. Mm -hmm. And you could look at his (laughs) Delta miles to see (laughs) that he was willing to invest personally in the global vision. And so this is a way to continue that vision that he had to make a difference in the world around this particular issue. And so um, it's a simple thing. I remember we were having a conversation staff meeting and you just mentioned how much it cost to send resources to South Africa. And that was a significant investment of money in order Mm -hmm. to make that happen. You know, we were, you were willing to donate the resources. We just had to get them there. And so there are expenses all along the way that this foundation can go towards. And because Um, you are able to make those decisions and you're able to lead the foundation. Those decisions can be made quickly and wisely and through the lens of what does it mean to be a good steward. Mm -hmm. And again, I want to emphasize this, that one of the things that you bring, Deb, to this experience of Faithful and True is really a value of good management. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we hear about different organizations and foundations um, that you could give to, and we kind of wondered, does the money go to where they say it's going to yeah. go? And in this particular case, all of the money does go to providing support and care for people that are either trying to lead out in this issue of sexual addiction or trying to get some of their own help and support. Because what we know is when people are transformed, they begin to live out of their transformation and their lives become an invitation to others. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the, the resources that we hear the most about is when we ask people, how did you find out about Faithful and True? Someone will say, my friend recommended it. My friend had been here. Uh, my pastor told me about it. He had been here. Or, you know, my brother came here, whatever <laughs> the situation is. And so to recognize that that word of mouth is such a significant part of what we do here, and the foundation just allows us to support that in a financial way. Yeah. One of the thing. well, the one thing I would validate that you said here, Greg, is that we don't use any of the foundation money to provide staffing or buy stamps. We don't even do that. I mean, that comes out of Faithful and True. Um, but it does. It goes entirely for partially scholarshipping people 
to do the other things that will help them to get well. Mm-hmm. Um, I will mention, however, that one one thing I have a vision about for the foundation is to create this alumni association. Any of you have been here for workshops? I'm sorry to say, you probably said, yeah, she's been talking about that <laughs> for a while. And that is true, I have. Um, however, we're making strides to gather names from people who have been here at mm-hmm. workshops and Um, We're looking to find the right people to direct this. Ideally, I'd love to find a husband and wife who have been through our program that would have some interest in that. And my my desire is that that probably would be funded out of the foundation. Um, I have just found that sometimes the volunteer aspects of some of these really important roles doesn't always work and you know i expect that it will take time and energy and i would like to reward that with with some kind of a a payment for that Mm -hmm. well and again the the difference it would make we we get that request on a regular basis of the people who have come through our workshop Mm -hmm. is there anyone in my area that i can connect with and you know because of the the reality of confidentiality and the lack of system that we currently have it would be amazing to be able to say to someone who's come to our workshop, yes, you're going back to a place where we know several people. Here's your contact mm-hmm. in your area. Mm-hmm. And just what a difference that would make of leaving the connection and community you have here in Minnesota and step back to whatever state you live in, knowing <laughs> there are other people from Faithful and True that are in your area. And so that's mm-hmm. such a huge part of the vision and again, that's a way to provide care for people who are looking for help and support in their own recovery. Yeah. I, I have to tell you a, a personal story because after Mark's life crashed and burned and he he would say at the time, you know, really, I, I've crashed my career, uh, my education is down the tubes, you know, I don't really know what I'm going to be doing anymore because no one will, you know, respect me because of his story. And so what is true is his first job coming out of treatment after a year of being out of work for, uh, for that following year was to be the director of alumni at Golden Valley Health Center, which was the first treatment center Patrick Carnes mm-hmm. created, founded in the Minneapolis area. So doesn't it seem appropriate yes. we're <laughs> going all the way around the block so that um, we if can now... Retrieve, return my calls. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Can't yes. get a call back from him, but yeah, you're right. right. You know. Well, you know, one one thing I also want to mention is it is the Laser um, Foundation, and that is about you and Mark and your kids, mm-hmm. and that um, their participation, their enthusiasm, their support is a part of this also, because of the way that you and um, Mark parented and loved your children well that it really is an expression of the entire family. So mm-hmm. that, to me, is part of what is exciting about the foundation itself. And your children are creative and wise and um, inventive. And so the voice that they speak is you kind of look towards the future. As they, they speak to you, it's going to have a trickle-down effect in what the foundation is able to do. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's that generational piece that is so significant to this journey. And we're 17 and a half minutes into this podcast and have not mentioned, because people are listening to this going, I love that idea. How do I find that? It's, it has its own website, and it's yeah. laser, L-A-A-S-E-R, legacy, L-E-G-A-C-Y, dot com, laserlegacy.com. And that will connect you to our website, 
scroll down the page, there's a button you can click for Donate Now, and uh, that will start the process for you. Right. And then we have people who will send you your tax-deductible receipt, just so you know how that right. works. <laughs> Some of them are sitting right in between. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Randy is an integral part of this, as he is with a lot of new things that happen at Faithful and well, True, we're, which I'm grateful for. Well, we're, we're pleased to be yeah, a part of it, yeah. and, and uh, we have been uh, very pleased with the response that we've seen thus far. Mm -hmm. uh, donations, uh, and there's no limit to the donations. They've mm -hmm. been small, medium, and large in some cases, mm -hmm. and we're also grateful for every single one of them. Mm -hmm. um, I, I would just say it's it's always been hard for me to ask for money, you mm -hmm. know, and um, I don't feel like it's a personal ask, but once again, I, I just want to say for those that feel like what we do here has made a huge difference in your own life, and you would love to be able to support that for someone else, pay it forward, so to speak, someone you haven't even met yet. Um, we would love to have you support us in this effort and know that all of it, again, goes to the efforts of helping them mm -hmm. get well. I, I noticed that um, we are recording this in November, and November is identified as the Kindness Month. Oh. And there's even a very specific kindness day. And so they listed various ways to express kindness, and one of them was to pay for somebody else's coffee. Mm -hmm. And I, I love that's a very simple image and doesn't take a lot of resources to do that. But it is this idea of giving to somebody else something that was significant or meaningful to you. Mm -hmm. And uh, very much like what you said, if you came through Faithful and True, and maybe when you came... Um, Money was tight. You were barely mm -hmm. making it yourself. I know for many of us, part of the consequence of our choice is we lost our job. And mm -hmm. so we weren't sure how we were going to be able to make it financially. But years yeah. into your recovery, there's some stability. And you want to be able to give back to the people that are coming behind you. Mm -hmm. um, or maybe you're very fortunate and you see that you have a lot of resources and you are looking for worthy causes and organizations and purpose for your money. Um, this would be a great opportunity to do that. And what's interesting, Deb, is I don't have any problem asking for money for this. No, well, no, no, no. Well, then you do it. <laughs> I, I am. Because, I one, I'm able to see the goodness, the beauty, the intent, and the vision of this. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also able to observe the integrity of how all of the money is used for mm -hmm. what it is given for. Um, and I also know you, and I know your wisdom, your discernment, and even the resources that you're going to choose to partner with, you're going to do that in community with our staff, you're going to get feedback, you're going to ask, it's going to be a, a group community decision to say, mm -hmm. how do we want to best use the, these resources? And so I can easily say, this is something worth giving your money to. Mm -hmm. um, and those of you that are looking for places to give at the end of the year, That's one of the reasons we're doing it in November, yeah. we want to be strategic, is to provide an opportunity. If you want to do end of the year giving, this is a great place to do that. And we're going to continue to advertise it um, in our newsletter. We're going to remind people about it. If you come to the center here, there's some flyers that talk about it. Um, but we do want people to know, and we want those who are listening to be aware that this is something that is a part of what we do to support people who are on the journey of recovery in a holistic way. And I like to say, as much as I don't like to ask for the money, I love being able to give it away. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how it just makes my day. Just yesterday, I spoke with a woman, and 
Um, she would so much love to come to the women's workshop, and hopefully one day her husband will follow and get his help. And I knew as we talked on and on that, that money would be an issue. So by offering her a partial scholarship and some of the other ways we can help, she said, I can't tell you, yes, I'm so excited. And that would make the difference between me coming mm -hmm. or not. And so it's so lovely to be able to do that right on the spot when I'm meeting with clients. And you all are able to do that too. Mm -hmm. I know the executive privileges are, we all have the ability to talk with people we're working with to see if that need filled would help them to get mm -hmm. here. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you're right, to be able to bring someone to the workshop that maybe on their own would, would not be able to mm -hmm. do that. And one of the things that we know is that many times people who come to the workshop, it is a community effort. They have mm -hmm. gotten money from their church. They've mm -hmm. gotten money from their families. They've gotten money from other places. And we sometimes can be a part of that. Mm -hmm. And so we do want to make this resource that we believe in, that we give ourselves to, um, we want to make that available to as many people as possible and be wise in the stewardship of that. And again, the Legacy Foundation is beyond that. It's beyond the resources here. It's to really see what are the various things that we can do to support someone in becoming the person that God created them to be. And as we said, it's that time of year, and we encourage you as you're looking at your end-of-year finances, uh, please consider the Laser Legacy Foundation as one of the uh, recipients of your generosity. Again, it's Laser, L-A-A-S-E-R, Legacy, L-E-G-A-C-Y.com, LaserLegacy.com. If you're listening to this, to this uh, podcast and realize that your life has taken a turn in which you need our help, uh, visit FaithfulAndTrue.com where you'll find many free resources. You'll find over 400 podcasts uh, like this one. Uh, we won't be asking for money in the other ones. <laughs> just, no, we won't. Just, just this one. Uh, but uh, we have a, a lot of great podcasts to offer you. And, of course, information and registration available for our three three-day uh, intensive workshops. We have the Men's Journey Workshop that we offer every month the women's workshop, which we have coming up in January, and the couples workshop, which uh, the next one comes up in February. We have room in both of those uh, workshops as well. So as we enter this week, we hope that you have a week that's filled with many blessings and with great vision. Mm -hmm.